0: This is Shanru. welcome to the Life at Home Podcast Season 3.
1: And this is Johanna Lundgren. This season we explore the many ways men view and experience home. We'll be having authentic conversations with men from all walks of life and all corners of the globe, delving into their unique stories and perspectives on what home means for, to them. From cultural differences to personal histories, we'll uncover the intricacies of how they create a sense of belonging in their own spaces.
0: Ultimately, our hope is that these conversations will empower you to reconnect with the meaning of home and inspire you to fall in love with yourself through the mirror of your own home so sit back relax and join us as we journey around the world to discover what makes a space a home
1: hi and welcome to life at home podcast today we have Christopher here hi Christopher
0: Hi, Johanna. How are you?
1: So good. Welcome to Life at Home podcast. We are so lucky and privileged and happy to have you here.
0: Thank you. That was very nice.
1: Oh, introduce yourself a little bit to everybody listening.
0: So, Christopher McCann. Um, I am living in Stockholm, Sweden. I have been for the last 20 plus years, Mm. um, in my birth, um, my work as a coach and an educator here in Stockholm, and I enjoy it very much.
1: And you are originally?
0: Originally from the U.S., outside of Washington, D.C. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, um, you know, Chris, we you are a special kind of people, which is <laughs> the people that we are interviewing for this podcast, because there's so many of us who live away from home. And um, we have certain little things we do to help us feel more at home. Um, and and we like to share that that information with everyone and that's why you're here today so thank you so much for coming on. No problem. So tell me a little bit about what home means to you.
0: Home for me is uh, a sense um, usually associated with a a place but for me it's a sense of authenticity, um, a sense of comfort um, and a sense of, of calmness, a place where things are calm.
1: Uh, mm. Yeah. And, and just tell me a little bit more about calm. What does that truly mean?
0: Well, I find um, I'm, I'm a pretty quiet person by nature. Um, some would say an introvert, which sometimes surprises many people. But I like, I like calmness. I like silence. I live in the middle of a city. Um, I'm talking with people most of the day.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Home is a place where I can be myself and be with my own thoughts for a time to recharge.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, such a big topic, resting and recharging. Do you see a difference between those two things, resting and recharging? Uh,
0: Yes, I think they can go hand in hand, but I think for me, recharging is... Is really silence. Um, I can recharge f- with someone else in in at home with me, mm. but there it's. I have to be. Um, I have to not be exerting myself uh, in conversation or in being. Yeah. Resting for me is is more physical rest, and and I think those both have their place, but they don't have to be the same.
1: Yeah. 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 Oh, I so agree. What's your take on um, on having different? You know, in Sweden, we have like different. Some people have a summer house. Some people have like a place that they go to when it's Christmas time. So, what's your take on that? Having different places?
0: That's that's a good question, Johanna. I didn't um, when I first moved here. I didn't really get that because. Uh-huh. In the U.S., we don't well. We've never had a place like that. Basically, for vacations were much shorter, um, and um, they were usually you know to the beach or some destination.
1: Yeah.
0: When I moved here, everyone was like, "Come out to my summer house," and I would go out to these summer houses, and they were, to be quite frankly, very sim- simple little huts. I would say, in some cases.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, with no maybe no water, uh, running water anyway. Um, and I couldn't really understand why that was attractive. Mm. But now that I've spent more time here, probably become more Swedish myself, as well as gotten older, I can see the value of being away from people, being close to nature, which I think is, is a big part of what Sweden Swedes value out of that. Mm. Allness that you get from being away from the, the hustle and the bustle and the and the you know the action or energy from urban areas and just being close to nature
1: um, and how do you make a second a second place like that home
0: I think well we're in the process of it now actually we're, we're building a very <laughs> really really small house on the island of Earllan where my wife uh, grew she grew up her summers there Um yeah. And it's uh, it's it's a modern house, but it will be as basically as as uh, as we say, um mm.
1: as
0: as much as possible. Just just the necessary things uh, that you need to be to be there and to have have what you need at home in a small space. And a small space makes it limited, which is kind of good having that constraint. But I'd say lack of things is probably one thing that I need for uh, a sense of calm.
1: Yeah, yeah. Simplicity. Yes. Uh, I, we had that kind of simplicity when we were on the way moving here from Dubai, and we lived kind of in an empty house for some, you know, for maybe a couple of weeks. And that's the one thing I realized too, is wow, I got so relaxed and rested from just not being surrounded by stuff.
0: Yeah. Yes, I agree with that completely. So st- stuff is stuff, is stuff, and it's fun sometimes, and it's great sometimes, but other times it's a real, it's a real, um, a real drag, it really drags you down.
1: Yeah, yeah. What are you most proud of in your home? I think
0: basically everything in in our home we've chosen because we like it um, my wife and I met later in life, so we when we when we got married we were like we're, we're really we're getting rid of all the crappy stuff that we've had um, and really thinking about what we want and making intentional choices uh, about what we want and and if it's very often, we both have expensive tastes, so that meant we had to we had to wait to get a lot of these things. But uh, it was really worth it because now we have things that we can look at and really feel good about, which is yeah. really important to me. Yeah. I could have I could have like like half as much of the stuff I have now, but if I had things that I chose consciously, um, I would be fine.
1: Yeah. 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 And what's your, what's, if you had to like pick just one? I'm obviously fishing for something here. <laughs> yeah, I know.
0: I, I got it. I, yeah. um, oh, that's a really good question. I would say um, my bed is actually one of the things that I think that um, you would need. I think sleep is important to me. Um, and I think having a good bed is probably one of the, if I had to choose one thing, that if, if i could if i could get rid of everything else I would uh-huh. say the one bed is is something that's really valued valuable to me um, yeah there's some objects some objects that are uh, that i have that are really special to me some sculpture some mm-hmm. glass um, that my wife and i bought at a at a, a glass factory in, in southern sweden that mm. saw it being made and was very it was very unique for just us
1: yeah yeah well you both sound uh very creative so it leads me to this question like what's the feeling that i'm gonna get if i walk through your house what do you think is the first couple of words or sentences in my mind about you
0: um hmm. well i think I think a lot of people have said to us it's very cozy in our apartment Um, and I don't know if that's because we have a lot of things but we have a lot of things that represent us in our apartment. Um, We have a lot of books and we both like to read. Um, I read more electronic books now on on a Kindle but we still have quite a lot of books so it takes up pretty much a whole wall of our office space, our office room.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: We like to cook so there's a lot of... um, there's a lot of you can see evidence of that in our, our kitchen um, we've also chosen things very specifically there um, that our needs and our habits around food preparation and how we like to share food with others
1: yeah I love that I also like to cook so for sure there's evidence in my kitchen too <laughs> that shows that I am a bit of a cook and I love to be creative in the kitchen
0: yeah yeah I mean yeah, and cooking for other people is really is really something that we like to do. Um, yeah. With others,
1: yeah, so
0: that's a big part of our 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 life. Our way of interacting with people is through food.
1: Yeah, do you have any memories of that growing up?
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I have lots of memories from being being at home. Um, my my father was from the southern part of the U.S. where. Uh, <laughs> Grilling outside was extremely popular, so we basically grilled food or grilled outside most of the year, even when it was snowing, which people people thought was completely crazy. Um, But (laughs) I have a lot of good fond memories around that and getting, um, I came from Maryland, so we used to get, in the summertime, we used to get big, big bushels, big baskets of crabs uh, that had been steamed, and we would eat those outside on the on a really long table uh, in the summertime in July when it was really warm. Um,
1: mm.
0: Lots of good memories around that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And those are the memories, when I think back, those are the memories that I miss about home, like where I grew up, is, um, I don't know, those days when things just were so lazy and there was abundance. and Yeah. Yeah.
0: It was simpler, or maybe that's the illusion that we want to give ourselves. Oh, I, I mean, I, I was, I was, a, I was a child, so I probably didn't wasn't didn't know all the behind-the-scenes work that went into all these things and the planning of them. Now I think, but um, I think everyone has those kinds of. I see the same rituals in Sweden, the same with um, Midsommar, and um, yeah,
1: Kärntveva,
0: and and. and mm and the singing and there's a lot of traditions around that that I really enjoy.
1: Yeah.
0: So, um, that I kind of, yeah. If mm-hmm. I would go someplace else, I think I would miss that.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's interesting also is, because um, I, I see how our kids grow up and I mean, of course, our kids are growing up here in Swedish culture. So the way that they look at Midsummer and Ola and, and Christmas and all of these things are so different from how me and Stefan are thinking about it as parents or as, you know, friends, or it's so interesting how those those fun times, it changes a little bit, you know, how you look at it as you grow up. Of course it has to, but it's interesting how that happens.
0: Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. The holidays as, as a child are very different than holidays as an adult. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Oh, it's fun and, and fun, no?
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's, <laughs> it's um, great. great to see the Jews different traditions and try them out and see. What yeah,
1: we're... yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and it's actually really interesting to me that you're, I mean, you're from Maryland, and there's so many things similar to what we do here in Sweden. How interesting. Yeah,
0: I mean, I, I, I think, you know, there's more, there's more similarities than there are dissimilarities with, with between people and cultures Mm. as I've traveled around the world and to Asia and to the middle East and Mm. Europe is, is there are differences, but they're, they're not as big as you think they are. Yeah. Just trying to, you know, be together with other people and raise children and create lives and have jobs and do the things that they think are right for their, their family. And yeah, um, uh, the things the differences are are there, but not as big as you might think
1: no no, that's true. well, what's your most loved memory you know that you that you always kind of I think
0: there's one memory I remember we um, in Maryland it would still get you know, we still get cold and we had a we had a wood stove that we used to mm-hmm. use the first floor of our house, so we had to go out and get wood. <laughs> Um, and it was always, you know, us boys had to go out and get go out and get wood, uh, especially when it was cold. Especially yeah. when my mother was around. Um, so I remember one time going out and getting wood, and turning around and looking at the house. And it was, you know, it was, it was during the winter time. It was, it was dark, not as dark as Sweden, but it was still dark. Yeah. I remember looking back at the house, and there was all these lights on, and. Uh, it was you know the stove was on you could see this the smoke coming from the from the chimney
1: yeah
0: I was thinking what a warm feeling that was that was what a what what a what a special feeling of connection to the yeah. inside and i i still i still think of that, i still have that image in my mind as i so as mm-hmm. tell them.
1: yeah it's interesting how we connect to to those moments and it doesn't matter how old you get that memory stays so crispy clear in your mind
0: yeah yeah it's like it happened yesterday actually yeah
1: yeah 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 it's interesting i can still like i i, I always tell the story about um pancakes in the winter time mm-hmm. with salmon mm-hmm. and sugar and i you know i can literally i can close my eyes and i can be there i, yeah. I, I it's so clear such a clear memory for me
0: um, yeah yeah i, I me mean, too my, that was that was my what my my father he wasn't a big he could grill but outside of that (laughs) his skills were limited but he could make really good pancakes so (laughs) when my mother needed a break or she's like i'm not cooking he would say i'll make pancakes which we loved of course because it was just your sugar and syrup and everything (laughs) those were those were the great days when
1: he did yeah yeah yeah. i have similar memories my dad was also a barbecue man and you know, Friday evenings, like nine o'clock, he would be in the kitchen making pancakes. Like, I don't know.
0: <laughs> I like it. I like it. That's a, I like your dad already. So.
1: Yeah. yeah. He he's not with us anymore, but he was a fun he was a fun guy. Um. Yeah, it's interesting how these things. It kind of makes me, like, really homesick, <laughs> talking about it. Oh, I'm sorry about that. No, I'm so happy to be homesick. Gosh, you know we don't get to feel these feelings a lot, so it's wonderful. I wonder what. How has your ha- um, home changed during the pandemic, and, and how we work today?
0: Um, I don't. You know, it, it changed a lot, but a lot of it hasn't changed. I mean,
1: yeah.
0: Wise, I just shifted all my, my teaching online. Um, coaching. Um, I was doing online coaching anyway, uh, mm. so it wasn't really there wasn't a, a radical shift. Um, you know, outside of not meeting people, which was which was tough. I think for a long time for me, yeah. Uh, but so I would say it's it made it's kind of made me more of a homebody. Um, so yeah. maybe I'm a little bit too much at home now, um, which isn't a great thing either. Um,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: your window to the world is your computer screen, and then you're you're sort of you're limited in some ways, or you're at the mercy of all these algorithms that are telling you what you should be exposed to. Um,
1: yeah.
0: So it was, I would say, in some ways a lot, in some ways not so much.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have to agree. It's it's interesting. Like home became work and 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 <laughs> just kind of became everything rolled into one
0: yeah it, it definitely the lines blurred quite yeah. a lot but you know as working as you know when you work for yourself that was a that was the case anyway too large yeah. so it, well, that wasn't a huge
1: difference for me no so i wonder what other tips would you give for people uh living in a similar situation like you do
0: You mean for living you mean my situation living in another country being from someplace else or what um,
1: yeah living yeah and also making it home yeah yeah
0: i think um you know if we just take if we start from the the top of the list i mean living in another country i think really it's just making being curious and wanting Mm -hmm. to learn about the environment that you're living in and the Mm -hmm. people and which and that includes uh, learning a language um, which I think is a critical part of, of that um, making a home is I think the same the same things I would give advice I'd give to anyone is is really really understand what you want um, and if you if you if you like a great environment you know work on that if you' if it doesn't matter what your environment is that's okay mm-hmm. too but at least give it some at least give it some thought and some thinking about what to be. And I think a lot of people kind of just do stuff, creating a home and they don't really give it much thought. They just, oh, I need a frying pan or I need a chair or I need a sofa without saying, what is it that is things will give me outside the function of it? I feel when I look at it? If I don't look at something and really look, look like what it looks like, or feel any kind of energy or any kind of positive feeling, then I'm I won't I won't add it to my home. Um, yeah, that would be that was what would be my recommendations for for home.
1: Yeah. Oh, I love that, and I cannot agree more. You have to kind of because you're gonna live with it. It's gonna be with you. So yeah. Has to be something that you kind of really can spend time with
0: it should reflect who you are mm. and when i go into someone else's home and i can see that each one of those things that they have in their home is a reflection of them that is that is a that's a home that i would be attracted to or i would be comfortable with if i go yeah. to a home and i just look at the things and i'm like i see no connection between the personality of the persons or persons and the things, then I would be then I would think that there's a, a disconnect somewhere and it, it wouldn't yeah. feel as awesome
1: to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have to say I have two things that I need to have in a home in order to feel comfortable. And I always think when I when I come into somebody's house and they there isn't these things, these things are not there, then I feel oof, I I don't feel exactly at home here. It's uh, like green, green things like fla- plants and flowers mm-hmm. and um, natural wood like furniture. And it doesn't need to be everywhere. There just has to be like one thing or two things or just a small piece of it even. Yes. I just wanna feel like connected to the world when I'm yes. somewhere. I,
0: I agree completely with you. And I'm really fortunate to have a lovely wife who loves flowers um oh. so either i buy them for her which is not often enough but yeah she'll buy her own and she will just just come home with just bouquets of flowers and so um bringing that in from the from the outside in is a very special
1: uh, yeah
0: added to your house
1: oh i love that i love that oh christopher we can talk for hours thank you so much for coming on here and sharing your life with us
0: Thanks so much for inviting me, Johanna. It's always nice talking to you.
1: Yeah, and please come back with your wife. I think we need to spend some time with her. <laughs> I think so.
0: She she, she. Would, I, I'm sure, she, when I tell her that I've been talking about flowers on a podcast, she'll be like, well, I should have been there. Um,
1: <laughs> absolutely,
0: absolutely. Well, we'll do this again soon.
1: Yeah. Well, take good care. Thank you to everybody out there listening. Um, We hope to get your feedback. Please comment below and uh, we'll hear from you next week. Ciao, ciao.
0: Bye-bye.